Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Confer Culture, brought to you by Timothy Theories, the podcast where we talk about the topics that many of us are passionate about. I'm your host, Chris Murphy, and this week I'm joined by... Wade Simmons. Yeah, Wade's very special guest. Uh, he's um, yet another guest that I found through the Podcast Nation Facebook group. Recently reached out, and I've had a whole bunch of interest from people looking to do different topics. So Wade's the last, uh, the latest, I should say, guest uh, to appear off that list. So this week... Uh, actually, before we get started, is there anything you want to like uh, plug or anything like that? You have your own podcast uh, or anything that you put out there that you want people to see? So I am a filmmaker. You can find my film on Vimeo. My name is on, my name on Vimeo is Wade Filmmaker seven 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 three sevens on Vimeo. So you can check me out whenever you like. Yeah, and I've watched a couple of of uh, his short films. They're they're really good. I, I I really enjoyed them. So I urge everybody to check that stuff out. So, uh, this week, uh, we have a very interesting topic, and I know, um, I know that Wade was uh, quite excited to talk about it. Uh, that's not every film was made for me, and that's okay. So, I, what got me started on this topic was I remember a, an interview with um, <clears throat> Brie Larson from Captain Marvel, like, I don't know, a couple, a couple years ago, before Captain Marvel came out, in which she was talking about... Um, uh, I can't remember the name of the film. The one with, uh, I believe it was maybe like uh, Oprah Winfrey in it or something like that. Um, uh, I can't remember. Uh, it was love it. It's like a young, young adult novel. It's mostly like um, uh, um, a person of color cast, like minority cast and stuff like that. I can't was remember like the name a, of it. Was it like A Wrinkle in Time or something like that? That's the one. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know why I can't remember the name of it. But anyway, she was talking about that and she was talking about like not many, you know, there being not uh many minority uh, film critics and stuff like that and um she she's i remember she's saying like a wrinkle in time wasn't made for you and so like they got me thinking of how many movies because me being like a straight white male i see myself in film all the time and so that that <laughs> kind of got me thinking of have ever seen them have i seen stuff where i'm like i don't really care for it but maybe other people identify it and yeah. actually it wasn't too hard for me to come up with a list of uh i say like seven <laughs> at least seven movies where um that's that's the case for me so um i'm just gonna because i like passing the buck <laughs> i'm gonna toss it over to you and we'll, we'll kind of start with you uh tell me a little bit about you know wh what springs to mind uh, for you when you think about this topic so, like, I mean, it, it's a really great topic because um, for for me being a filmmaker, there there are a lot of people that check out my work and some people be like, oh, what were you thinking? You know, where were you? Where were you going with this? And, and, and I can say from a filmmaker perspective that I think that one thing that we all should look at is whether you're a filmmaker or whether you're just somebody that like film, you know, every artist is different. Everybody's point of view is different. Everybody comes from a different walk of life. So. You know, for me, it's rare that I watch a film that I don't like because me personally, um, I try to embrace it from a standpoint of it being art. But from other, for, but from some other people's perspective, you know, I think that some people should just realize, like, you know, you may not like everything. I mean, everything is not for everybody. But I mean, I think that, you know, people should realize that it's art. And, you know, everybody has a different take on it. I mean, it's just like, if you direct a movie, it could be the same script, same cast, but the way you would direct it would be different from me. And so I feel like when people, you know, watch film that they don't like or or they have a favorite movie and they just didn't like that film, I think they should 
put themselves in the director's shoes or the actor's shoes because if because if they were to make the movie, somebody wouldn't like it either. So it's just one of them things where you can't please everybody, you know? Yeah, that's 100% true. Like, there, I... I've tried to get better with this as I've gotten older because like, you know, I'm very passionate about the things that I like and, and the things that I, I that I don't like. I get into, I don't say I get into arguments on Facebook all the time, but sometimes I do. Like I'm a member of the Star Trek group where somebody said that they, oh, like one of their favorite ones is Star Trek Five. I'm like, I hate Star Trek Five it's so bad. Or like Star Trek in the Darkness. I hate that movie so much, yeah. but it's one, I, I kind of get what you what you're saying. Um, it's one of those, it's a tough line to walk between, um, at least I find like my critical brain versus trying to appreciate it from the director's or artist's point of view. I find that hard sometimes. Um, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I mean, a good example too, when when you mentioned Star Trek is, is, um, the last Jedi star Wars. So I'm a huge fan and and a lot of people were very disappointed with that movie, but Mm -hmm. me personally, I think that it could have went a little differently, but I don't hate it, you know? I just think that that's that's the direction that they chose to go in. And I know Ryan Johnson yes. got a lot of heat for that. But to be honest, I think what people should realize is when, when you get into Hollywood type of films, it's not mm-hmm. all the director. I mean, a lot of that is producers and other things that go into that. So, you know, they're more so like the fall guy. But but I mean, even if even if I directed it or you directed it, you know, somebody wouldn't like it. <laughs> Yeah, that's 100% true. It's funny that you bring up Last Jedi because we have talked uh, a lot on the podcast about Last Jedi. I really enjoyed it. And uh, one of my regulars, Mike, he he hates it. <laughs> he thinks it's like one of the worst Star Wars movies ever made. <laughs> he can't stand it. We ranked them one time and it's near the bottom of his list. And I had it like in the top three or something. So it's it's super funny that you brought that one up. Um, <laughs> one One that springs to mind for me and not so much from a like i didn't hate it but from uh how it means different things to different people uh black panther is a really good example so i I watched black panther and i thought it was a like it was okay i didn't really like the villain's fine this it it was i'm kind of getting tired of marvel films you know they're kind of all samey um and i was like yeah this is this is okay i had an okay time with it and uh my friend mike who is like he like he's a regular on the on the show so he He's second generation Canadian. His parents are Filipino. And so like he, you know, which obviously he's Filipino, but he identified it from a, hey, like, look at all these, look at all the minorities, people of color on uh, in a movie. There's two white people and everybody else is, you know, um, from Wakanda, right? So yeah. he I, he had a, a much more favorable favorable reaction when it came out than maybe I did to it. And it's one of those... Um, I can sit back and say, yeah, it's like, okay, maybe I rank it in the middle of the pack, but for him, it's more impactful. And this was, I think it could be one of those cases where, yeah, like it wasn't made for me and that's okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I I think too, it also depends on like what lens you're looking at it through. Yes. Some people, it was about the minorities. It was about, you know, making a, a statement to promote, you know, people of color. But from mm-hmm. another standpoint, some people just watch movie from a story standpoint. So yes. I think from a story standpoint, some people may not like it. But I mean, considering the fact that it was pretty much a black cast, that was something that you really don't really get to, you know, see, especially in the superhero film. So that was pretty that was pretty cool. You know, if you're looking yeah. at it from that angle, you know. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think uh, some people, um, well, when it came out, I know a number of people got some flack for not liking it from, uh, you know, some from some people in the black. I've I've seen it once, like a few times here or there, where you know it's like, oh well, you don't like it just because, and it's like you know, my again, my I have like more of an even take on it. It's better than some, not as good as some other ones. No, I agree. But, I, agree. Uh, you, you, I, I yeah, agree. and and but I think too, people shouldn't get shouldn't get flack for not liking stuff. You know, I feel yeah, I feel like everybody got different tastes. You know, and I think yeah, some people. Yeah. You know, like I said, that, that's why, like, when people watch my work, I don't get offended if somebody say, like, I didn't like it, Wayne. And I say, you know, I appreciate I appreciate your honesty, but, you know, like I said, it's it's just one of those things. People look for different things in the story, you know. For some people, it's the acting. Mm-hmm. For some people, it's the editing. So, you know, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be upset about a person from having their point of view because, you know, they have a right to say what they liked about it and didn't like, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it as long as, you know, from my point of view, I think it's more as long as it's like more more of a constructive criticism like yeah. or uh, or something that they can back up with a fact like or not necessarily a fact but like um Take Twilight for for instance, this is another one that I came up with on my list. I I don't like the movie. I think it's poorly <laughs> acted and written, but like my daughter loves it. She yeah. she loves Twilight and it's one of those I can say yeah, like the dialogue is, you know, it's it's not well written. I don't think it's all that well acted. And the story is like, it's not like this is, it's, it's, that's different from, well, this is stupid. And yeah, so, like, nobody should like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, I think, like, maybe justify it a little bit. <laughs> I mean, they, they would, I, I think the last few were okay. Yeah. Know? I, w- I wasn't a very big Twilight fan, but I mean, I'm I'm one of them people that I feel like I can watch any movie and probably learn from it. Either. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. so you can <laughs> yeah. you can take yeah. some some lessons from. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, some of my favorite movies are movies that people probably would be like, "Man, those are terrible." <laughs> like what? <laughs> like, um, have you ever seen this movie called Black Knight with Martin Lawrence? Uh yes. Yeah, uh, I love the movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not my not my personal favorite. That's that's totally fair. But I'm also like a Back to the Future fan. Yeah, too, yeah, you know? those are pretty wild, like uh, like well regarded yeah. films. So I, I like a variety of different things. You know, um, have you ever seen this movie called? It's called I Like It Like That. Um, I've heard of it. I don't think I've seen it. Yeah. I, I thought that movie was pretty good too, but like I said, I like a lot of stuff that most people probably wouldn't like. <laughs> That's fair. I experienced that too, uh, mostly with um, either horror because I'm really into horror films, or uh, stuff that's really weird, like um, Suspiria or Under the Skin or like uh, Color Out of Space or yeah. stuff like that. It's very. I often get you know, this it's too slow or it's boring or it's it's dumb. <laughs> so. So what would be so what would be your favorite movie? Then? My favorite movie, um, it 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 changes because I I see new stuff. Uh, I try to I, I watch a lot. I over my Christmas break I watch like thirty six or thirty seven films. Um, I but my favorite movie is quickly becoming the Suspiria remake from twenty eighteen. Okay, yeah, it's a remake from the of the Dario Argento film uh, from nineteen seventy seven. Uh, the same name, okay, so yeah. yeah. Um, it's just it's wonderfully shot. 
the 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 camera angles, uh, the um, scene choices, the way they do focus. Um, there's a one there's one scene where they go uh, so so it's about a coven of witches and they're all in the kitchen like making food and like there's a kitchen slash dining area all together and so the camera moves yeah. around the room in a way where you know exactly like you get a feel for exactly the shape and the size of the room and i think it's just like a brilliant piece of filmmaking and it's just stuff yeah, like that absolutely. i just i just really appreciate but see, it but 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 see how just like you said the cinematography for you wasn't was something that made you like the yes. movie, you know? Yes. That that's the angle that you look at the film mm-hmm. through, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I find a lot of people are um and th- and this is where I kind of struggle because a lot of people are that was really entertaining and I was entertained and I'll never think about it again and I really like it. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, something like uh Venom where um, a friend of mine enjoyed it and I'm like, oh that movie's so dumb. <laughs> I don't like it at all. <laughs> and so he had like a lot of fun with it. And so yeah, like I totally struggle with that sometimes it's getting better like i said i used to like i i try not to be dismissive like i like i have been in the past with yeah. with you know with people's you know although that like sometimes uh like rise of skywalker yeah. or in star trek in the darkness it's it's very hard because those movies are um super nonsensical and and they're yeah. uh in a franchise that i uh really really love and so you're watching it and it's just when you when I feel like my intelligence is being insulted, it's really hard <laughs> to like not do that, right? And if some well, don't, well, don't feel I, I felt that way about the the latest Ninja Turtle movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's a tough thing to do. Like, yeah, and and yeah, I just and and there's you know sometimes it's it's a it's an age thing too. So like with uh, the Hunger Games and Harry Potter, like they're okay and i've watched a few of them but like i haven't i haven't even seen all the harry potter movies i feel like it's more of an age thing like i didn't grow up reading those books and so the characters didn't really mean all that much to me and i saw a couple of the movies and i was like yeah it's fine but it's it's nothing special and i think i've only seen three of them and i know i there's a like i have a lot of uh younger friends and a lot of my younger friends are you know they're very obsessed with harry potter and so they love all the films and they've read all the books and everything and it just it's one of those generational things where i'm because i'm i'm like 42 i don't know if you do that or not but i'm like 42 so it's a like it's almost like yeah i just feel like i kind of missed the boat on that on on those things because they're (laughs) yeah they're they're just not aimed at me they're like aimed at a younger audience so it's more of absolutely yeah i i grew grew up reading the books yeah i I, I like the movies i thought they were pretty good yeah i think my favorite would be the the goblet of fire the goblet of fire okay what's that one even about i don't even know (laughs) uh that was that was really the one like when um let me see I'm trying to see I forgot <laughs> it's like I know what happened it was like with the tournament oh I see yeah <laughs> the yeah, tournament yeah. was like the god of the fire yeah yeah okay yeah but that one was pretty that was right after the prisoner of Azkaban um that was my that was my least favorite <laughs> that's whatever that's funny it's that's what a lot of people say that was kind of their least favorite and yeah. uh yeah I mean. I think I've seen, I might have seen the Goblet of Fire. I think that might have um, Robert Pattinson in it from Twilight, funny enough. Yeah, I, I believe that was the, I think that was the first one when Voldemort actually came back, actually. Oh, okay, yeah. 
yeah. yeah, and I just like I've had no desire to to go back and and try and visit any of them. And my my kids haven't gotten into it yet. I feel like they might, but I've I've seen a couple yeah. of the Hunger Games movies too, and I'm like, yeah, this is this is fine. <laughs> like I don't yeah. feel one way or another like towards it. But again, um, my daughter loves that, especially seeing as like Katniss is you know very like a strong um, female character, right? For kind of her to get into, yeah. It. And, and I mean, and and I mean too. Like I feel like people like what they connect with. Yes. Um, like for me, I saw the movie The Bronx Tale, and I fell in love with that film. Yeah. That's probably like my like the best film that I've ever seen. You know, but but part of that is because I feel like I connect with it. You know? Okay. I've heard of that, but I don't think again. I've I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. What's what's uh, yeah, that was- what's that one about? So it was about um it was actually a Robert De Niro film in his younger days, but um okay. it was like this young kid had befriended this gangster named Sonny. Mm-hmm. His name was like Kolodzorov. And you know, growing growing up like in the Bronx, you know, like the the gangster guy kind of looked out for him. And um he ended up like dying in the end or whatever, but the movie was just so well put together, it was like really cool. Interesting. Okay, you, you should check. I it will out. check it out, it's, especially if it's an older De Niro film, like uh, his older yeah, work. Yeah, but it's there. like, but it's, it's like it's one line in that movie that kind of make me connect with it really well. Okay, because like Kolodzorov, his dad, which Robert De Niro plays the father, he he tell he keep telling his son in the movie like the saddest thing in life is wasted talent. Oh you yeah, know? yeah. No, that is a good. So line. yeah, so that kind of made me connect with it. You know. Yeah, yeah. Like I, to- I'm, I'm totally, I, I can totally get with that. Like we were talking about Star Wars earlier, and like I feel like that's the case with the prequels because I, I, yeah. I saw the prequels and, and you know, it's again like I, I've, I've come around on them. I've, I've gone from liking them to hating <laughs> them to thinking they're okay, and it's one yeah. of those. Um, Again, we were ranking them, and my two younger guests—they both had *Revenge of the Sith* like way higher than I did. And it's—I um, it, think if you—if that was maybe not your first exposure, but maybe the first time you saw *Star Wars* in a cinema or, or something like that, or maybe yeah. for some people it is the first time they've ever seen a *Star Wars* film, they—they yeah. they would connect with it. Yeah. And and I can understand that because. Um, Return of the Jedi was the first movie I ever saw in a theater and and I'm <laughs> aging myself, but like, um, yeah. So that was, even though I can acknowledge that maybe it's not, um, critically like from an objective quality perspective, like not yeah. the best one, well, you, it's the one that I connected with. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I respect like everything George Lucas did just because like I find his starting kind of similar to mine. Um, how he, he made the type of movies he wanted to make. And George Lucas is not your traditional filmmaker. Like, he's the type of guy where he's not afraid to, you know, make the kind of films he want to make. And so, like, and so that's why, like, we're talking about that not every film is for me. Everybody don't connect with those type of filmmakers, you know. But somebody that's a little more open-minded, they would get it because it's art. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. He he definitely like if you look at the 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 films in the seventies, the stuff that came before that, it was more it was very serious and very um yeah. realistic and, and a lot of, like a very grounded tone. And then he he does he comes along and does wizards wizards in space. <laughs> it's just like it yeah. was way different, but it was super su- successful. Um, yeah, absolutely. Because because I mean, even just all the characters that he created, like that was a. You know, that was a very unique franchise, or is, you know. And I mean, and again, like you say, that not everything is for me. Like, a lot of people are very disappointed in the the High Republic era. I don't know if you heard about that. <laughs> uh, a little bit. I've kind of yeah. not been – outside the, the extra shows, I've, I've sort of, you know, my, my interest has cooled a little bit after the, the sequels. Yeah, well, a lot of a lot of Star Wars fans are upset about it. You know, there are some like it, some don't. I'm kind of like you know, um, I'll give it a chance. You know, <laughs> yeah, that that's that, and that's yeah. uh, one of the keys too. I think like I'll give just about anything a chance, unless. Yeah. So, well, I say that, but then also too, I have to. I've gotten to the point in life where I'm really super value my time, so I try not to watch <laughs> things that I know I probably won't like. Like the new, um, the new mutants film, you know, I've, I've read enough and seen enough, uh, um, <laughs> critiques on it where I'm, I'm, I'm not going to like this film, so I'm not going to waste <laughs> an hour and a half or two hours on it. So I try I to, but then again, I have had, um, lots of people give me lots of suggestions and really opened up. Like I recently got into, um, some some asian cinema because my friend again my friend mike he's like you should really check out like 13 assassins and and audition and you know um a few the a few a few of these other korean and japanese films that are really really good you should totally check them out and and i did and and they were really excellent so it was one of those yeah i don't know Yeah, because like Oh, you go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. I I was just going to say, I don't know how much exposure you have that kind of stuff, but they were really excellent. Uh, I, yeah. You know, I, like I said, I'm willing to give anything a chance because me, I embrace it from, I could learn something from anything, you know, um, even if it's not just the story, maybe the camera setup, maybe the lighting, you know, um, I just try to look at everything as a learning opportunity. Yeah. So you can improve your craft. Even if it's a terrible film, you know, I mean, the, I feel like I can still learn something from it, you know. <laughs> you can learn what because again, yeah, I, I feel like I feel like it's more to a story than just one thing, you know. A film is made up of many things. Yeah, yeah. And so, it's like some people just pick out like the things that they don't like about it, but me, I try to look for what I do like. That's why, like, when they ask me to critique film, they they hate. I wouldn't be a great film critic, probably. Only because me, I'm more so, my motto is that if you look for faults, you'll find it, you know? So I kind of look for what I like about it, you know? Yeah, no, that's, that, that's a good point. I, I try, again, I try to do that. It's re- sometimes it's, <laughs> sometimes it's really hard though. Like you, there's, there has to be one that there has to be a movie that you've seen where it's like, I can't really find anything good about this, or it's really, really hard to find something good about it. There's gotta be one. Uh, maybe Leprechaun in space. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, horror movies. Oh, <laughs> um, about ten years, ten or yeah, about ten years ago, I did um 
two movies a day for the month of Halloween, and I've seen some really, really awful horror movies. <laughs> horror in particular is a genre where there's a lot of very awful quality stuff out there. Well, I, I mean, I, I hate I hate to say that I agree, but I've, I've seen some too where, because um, me, if a film is really good, I'll remember the name. Yep. Yeah. Sometimes I just I'll just watch a movie just to watch it, and I watched this one horror film. And it was like almost nothing scary about it, you know. I mean, it wasn't it. I'm, it wasn't necessarily bad, but I mean, it's just it's like it was supposed to be a horror film, but it was nothing. Yeah, I've nothing seen ones horror. Like that too. Yeah. 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 And <laughs> you know, I've seen ones too where, uh, for example, The Prowler from. Um, it was one of Tom Savini's like earlier films. Like he, he's a special effects guy, uh, really uh, well-known special effects guy in Hollywood and uh, for practical effects. And he did, he, so like he did the effects for that film, the Prowler, and it is a nonsensical mess. Like all the kills are really cool. And the special, you're, you're watching, it's like, geez, I wonder how they did that. And they're very graphic, but the story, yeah. it makes it makes absolutely no sense. It's go, it goes all <laughs> over the place, and by the time you get to the end, it's like, well, yeah, I kind of knew it was that guy. And also, yeah. <laughs> what happened to the guy in the wheelchair? He just suddenly disappears. Like, why mm-hmm. did they dig up this yeah. grave? Blah, 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 blah. And you're just mm-hmm. going through, and you're like, yeah. what is you going know, on? You know, I, you know what I feel like? I feel like horror movies like that, that's, that's just another version of Scooby-Doo, pretty much. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yep. It was blah, 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 all along. And you're like, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes, uh, sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. And, like, I feel like um there's more well i feel like more often it doesn't work because it's just for for you to have a reveal where oh it's that person the whole time you have to be clever with it and a lot of horror movies are lazy and so you'll have stuff like that whole uh first person camera trope and they'll come in with the camera the killer will come in and it's from the camera point of view and they're and and the person who's there they'll look at him and say oh hey you Nobody talks like that. <laughs> Nobody says, yeah. "Oh hi, you." Oh, it's you. What are you doing here? Because they now, don't want to. Yeah, nobody talks now, like that. What did you think of the escape room? I actually haven't seen it. It's one of those I saw oh, the trailer. I'm like, I'm probably not going to like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's that review. I mean, um, I thought Saw was like the Saw franchise is oh. okay, like parts of it, but yeah. uh, even then, some of them. It's like a little too clever for its own good. And it's just like, yeah, I mean, I can't think of too many examples where probably the maybe the only time where it's worked is Sleepaway Camp where it ended up being the um, the murderer was one of the campers at an all girl camp, but they turned out to actually be a, uh, like a boy. Yeah. At the end, and that was like the big reveal, and it was super shocking back in the eighties. I mean, now it's not not so much, but um, it was one of those where it was done well enough where you didn't know. I find oftentimes it's like, okay, I know exactly who this is. Or in the case yeah. of Friday the Thirteenth Part Five, it makes no sense at the end, where it's like, oh, it was the it's, it's the EMT the whole time. Okay, well that doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Oh, that guy was his son. That doesn't make any sense yeah. either. I don't know why he didn't tell anybody about like his son. That's right. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> well, I mean, so it's, yeah, I, I think it's just one of those things where that's when people just start making movies just to just to make another epi- just to make another series of episodes or something. 
Oh yeah, I have yeah. the whole series on uh, yeah. on Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah. It, it is essentially I the same so. movie every time. Yeah, I think I think it gets to a point where you got to kind of know when to hang it up, though, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jason in space sounds like it would be awful, but it's actually really entertaining because they don't take it too seriously. It's like they yeah, treat well, it. Well, it was better, it was better than Leprechaun in space. I tell you, yes, that <laughs> that's that's where they also did Hellraiser in space too, which I I, I never saw that either. So that's fair. So yeah, so, I mean, so, so is Freddy Krueger going to space? <laughs> yeah right <laughs> maybe somebody will dream like that they're in space or something i don't know if they ever make another one who knows yeah well i know but, how yeah. i mean <clears throat> i think they're making like one more or something like that i think two Halloween more. Franchise. Yep. yep yeah they're making two more which is which is interesting see that one was a case of they just ignored all the sequels, all, none of these sequels make sense. So we're just going to pretend like they didn't happen, <laughs> <laughs> which is hilarious, which is interesting yeah. from in, in of itself too. And then there's, I'm sure there's people who didn't like that. I uh, rather enjoyed it. And then there's, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. So <clears throat> I t- there was, there was one other one that I had on, uh, on my, Oh, there's two other ones I had on my, uh, on my list here. Um, so there's one again that spoke to my friend Mike and and not me like crazy rich Asians. <laughs> I'm like okay. there's probably this this film was probably not for me. <laughs> Which although you I've heard what? good I'm... things about it as a comedy and then I so I I've been meaning to actually check it out but it's one of those I think it I mean it's cool I'm not the target demographic but maybe it's still pretty good. Yeah, I, I thought it was a pretty good movie. Yeah. It was yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I like I watched it a few times actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My my buddy Mike keeps saying it's like, Yeah, you gotta watch this movie out. It is he's like, It's pretty good. You should you should check it out. It's pretty entertaining. I'm like, okay. So I just kinda added it to the <laughs> queue and I just haven't got to it. But it's one of those I think um I I would like to see kind of more of like because again, like I said at the beginning, I've seen so much stuff with like I've seen myself all the time in movies. Yeah. Uh where, you know, uh you know my my favorite Marvel superhero movies, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Okay. And it's like, yeah, like Captain America. <laughs> He's like, I mean, I mean, you look at him and I'm I, like, yeah, yeah, that's me. <laughs> well, not me. I wish. I yeah. wish I was I was that, that muscly, but yes. I mean, for me, again, like when you say all the, all the movies aren't for me, like to me personally, I'm a big Marvel fan. Mm-hmm. I just kind of hate when they keep remaking the movie and getting different actors to play. To me, it just... It takes away from my imagination, you know. If yeah. I'll be honest, you know, takes you the out of the films uh, are good, but you know, it just <laughs> it gets yeah, to yeah. a point like, come on. <laughs> yeah, like you know? so. Uh, I'm I'm totally with you. Like uh, Spider Man is like the best example of that, where they remake the yeah. where they remade it. Like how many? T- they're on their third version of it now. After like yeah. Tommy Warren and then Andrew Garfield and then this one, because well, there's a whole bunch of studio politics that that made that happen so yeah, have you have you seen either the amazing spider-man ones? speaking of movies that aren't for me have you seen the amazing spider-man ones the ones uh, with Andrew Garfield in them I've seen like two of them okay yeah because he those ones are you can I've I've it, it's funny that you mentioned like it's not always just the director it's it's a whole bunch of other ones and from what I've yeah. heard about those two films they were just full of studio interference 
It's like you gotta they have were, two villains. And, like, yeah. I mean, it's like it's like they done got to the point they're just throwing villains in the movie just to have them in there, you know. I yeah. mean, at least that's what it looks like, you know. It does. It does seem like that. So it, it got pretty critically panned, and I know that a lot of people. Though, I mean, <clears throat> Andrew Garfield's like a pretty decent actor. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he he does a great job. I mean, uh, to me, I mean, I like the films, but I'm just saying that personally, you know, it's like if you just constantly keep re- remaking the same things over and over, it's like to me, it just takes away from my imagination. And to me, it's no longer like, <laughs> how can I put it? It's it's no longer like realistic to me. It's more so just like it's just another movie, you know. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. I don't really like to think of movies that way, you know. <laughs> okay, so what do you mean by you don't think of movies that way, really? So I'm just saying, like to me, I like I like to look at movies as like real, you know, kind of like just you know just like Toby Maguire. That's Peter Parker, you know. Right. I don't I don't I don't look at you and then you're Peter Parker. And then the next minute I'm Peter Parker, you know. I'm just saying <laughs> it takes away from. <laughs> From the character being the person to me, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So like if, um, so I would, are you not a fan of them when they like, um, say, turn a character into like a woman or like a different uh, race or anything from what they've been portrayed in the comics? I mean, that's fine. Just as long as they don't just keep redoing it, you know? Uh, okay. You know, I, like, <laughs> yeah. Because I know some people are really against that. They're very. I mean, you know, I don't. I don't really care about that. It's just with me, like, okay, like Jim Carrey is the mask, you know. Okay. Now, if you're gonna remake it, maybe wait a hundred years later. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gotta be or not not to keep remaking it for the same people to see it. That's what I'm talking about. Like, oh, I see. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It's like you got Jim Carrey as the mask one year. And then, and then you, then you get um, may, maybe you get Chris Evans to play him the next year or the next three years later, you know. <laughs> and, yeah, then, so, and then, and then you go out and cast Tyler Perry to play him five years later. You see what I'm saying? Like, come yeah, on, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that takes so like, away the, yeah, yeah. The um, sorry, the the um, the recasting of um, War Machine in between uh, yeah. Iron Man one and two, then something like that. Yeah, it's like, come on, like it just it just takes away because because I look at characters as people, you know. <laughs> that's an interesting, yeah, that's an interesting perspective. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, my my other one on this, and and it, it might make Tim mad, one of my regular guests, because he loves this franchise, but I don't like it at all. Uh, Fast and Furious, the Fast okay, and I Furious franchise, are up to. What's that? Sorry, <laughs> I never care for that series either. Yeah, he's super into it and he gets like a, and we were talking about like a connection from like having a connection with films. His connection with it is he, you know, kind of watched it with his brother and he gets like a message of like family out of it and stuff like that. I'm not a big fan of Vin Diesel myself. I'm, I, I don't think I've ever really seen him in many movies that I've liked, like even Pitch Black. I, eh, I mean, he, really he's, a, he's a good actor, but it's just, I just never connect with because I'm not really a car person either. Like I'm not. I can care less about cars. So a movie yeah. like that wouldn't really, wouldn't wouldn't really like, it wouldn't really connect with me because it's not something that I'm into, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So again, like it's it's not we're not the target 
audience for that whereas somebody who likes is somebody who's into cars a little bit more would would mm-hmm. uh, identify with it i'm the same way I'd, i i care nothing about cars whatsoever mm-hmm. and so like oh you know that's i hear you know people watching like that's a blah 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 with whatever transmission i'm like cars go yeah. <laughs> and that's all i get out of it but yeah, yeah. So it's, it's yeah, but, it's, it's very interesting. I mean, they're not, they're not bad movies. They're just not, like I said, they're just not something that I would sit out and watch. Yeah, same. I just, I, I find myself getting just like a, a little bored at it, even though they're like action movies and really fast and stuff. And it's just like, yeah, this is just not doing anything for me. Now, what about, what about sitcoms? You watch any of those? Yeah, uh, lots of them. Probably my favorite is probably Community. Okay. Just because, just because it was one of the, um, it was so it was as a sitcom. It's it's way different from most other sitcoms. Like I really like Parks and Rec too, and I like The Office when it was on. For for the most part, there's seasons in the, the middle of it is really good. It's just what it's sandwiched in between of like the other the end of it and the beginning of it is like okay. But Community I felt was more or less pretty strong except for that one season where dan Harmon got kicked off he was really it was a really good show from beginning to end like consistent quality for um in, in what about like older shows uh, one of my favorite shows that's on and i really really wish they'd well actually two of them that i'm going to mention is really ones that i really wish they'd make another season of already is um uh barry uh, where he's like a hitman and but he's trying to become an actor and it's okay. <laughs> it's really it's a really dark comedy but it's really really good and the other one is uh Atlanta I really wish they make a third season of that show that show is so brilliant right. I don't think I've seen Atlanta Atlanta's so check good that out. Yeah I'm a big Donald Glover fan I think he's a really good Okay He's like but even it so <clears throat> and but that's one of the ones where I may not be the target audience, but I really enjoy it. Like sometimes I have a hard time understand what they're saying because like I didn't grow. It's like if um, somebody came to my home province, Newfoundland that I'm from, we have a very interesting dialect and, and um, accent when we talk and not everybody can understand it. And I found it kind of the same way with that show where they use like slang and stuff like that, where they grew up Atlanta and, and you know, when they're in like black culture and stuff like that, where I'm like, yeah. wait, what? What did they say? What, like, what do they mean? Yeah. But I kind of yeah. get the get the gist of it, and and yeah, yeah. And you know what? It, it um, back to our previous conversation. You know, we were talking about like um, having different people like play the same character. Mm-hmm. I I also hate that when they do it on TV shows too. You know, like if they can't get an actress back or actor back, then they recast somebody else to play. Like, why don't you just write the character off and just? <laughs> And it's a better, yeah, it's a better fit. Like um, uh, Aunt Vivian in Fresh Prince of Bel Air back in the day. Yeah, that was like, one, yeah. one of the more common ones I could think of. Well, I, I mean, I, I, like I say, the show the show was great, but just to me personally, I just feel like it just it just it just kind of ruined my imagination when that happens. Though you know, it's like <laughs> yeah, because you see it the next season and you're like, wait, that's not Aunt Viv. Like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And apparently her, him and uh, apparently Will Smith and her, like, I guess they like recently yeah. did, uh, um, they got back together and talked, but um, there were, there was friction between the two of them or something like that. And yeah, yeah, like she, I'm, 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 glad, I'm glad they, you know, kind of bonding now. I, I think that that's a good thing, you know, 
Yeah. Have you ever had anything like that happen on any anything you've worked on? Uh, you just like have to like this person's a problem or these people don't get along. Well, yeah, I had that happen on the first film that I produced. Actually, uh, it, it, it was uh, it was like you know the the writer saw it one way, the director saw it the other way. It was it was kind of bad, but eventually we worked through it. <laughs> but yeah, how'd you manage to do that? <laughs> um. I mean, we just tried our best to work together, you know, because, I mean, we, we had no choice. <laughs> but me, I'm the type of person with, like, you know, I try to respect everybody's creative input. Um, I'm not going to get upset at nobody about it. Like, you know, if like if I, if I hire somebody to direct one of my films and I bring them on board, even though I'm the producer and, and I also act too, I don't tell the director how to do his job. You know what I'm saying? If I brought him on as the director, I let that person do what they're going to do because that's the point of me getting them. You know, if if that's the case, I might as well just don't have them and then I do it myself. You know, so which that does happen a lot because it's it's kind of hard to get the help. But I really like to have other people's input, let other people kind of bring their vision on board because my vision is not always a clear one. If I be honest, you know. Yeah. 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 And that's you know, like an interest. So go ahead. Yeah, because like um I feel like a lot of people like to feel like they just know everything. They have it all mapped out. But I feel like, you know, you have to understand that film is communicating with the audience. You know, it, it may not always be a message, but you're trying to, you know, leave people with something. And so sometimes, you know, in your mind, you can be doing this and think that it's clear. And then when other people watch it, they be like, what, what was that about? Like, I don't get it. <laughs> so sometimes just having another person come in and say, let's do it like this. You know, I, I think that's a good thing, you know. And if you and if you let a director be a director, just let them let them do their thing. You know, that's what you hired them for. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it sounds like you have like more of a collaborative style, which is really good. But, you know, you read things and I think um, sometimes it just depends on on the director and, and, you know, writing and stuff like that. But I you read stuff about like these really famous like Stanley Kubrick is a really good example about how yeah. everything was meticulously set out and ha- how he, you know, he was really tough on actors. And, you know, this is my vision. You must do it this way. And yeah. so, like, I find that to be, but yet he he made some really critically acclaimed films and some some you know very artistic stuff. It's it's interesting um, how and again those films aren't for everybody too because a lot of a lot of people find his films but, slow and plotting. But you know, I, but I also think that this is just me and I can be wrong. But I also think sometimes in film people get credit for sometimes stuff that other people kind of you know. Um, had contributed to, and so like me, I'm one of those artists where if you helped me or you came up with something, I'm not I'm not going to discredit you, you know, because mm-hmm. again, I know that all my ideas are not always good, you know. I mean, you know, what I'm saying even even the greatest basketball player miss a few shots sometimes, you know, it, it happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody talks about the missed shots; they'll only talk about the made ones. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, you know, it's it's like you you do need to have collaboration and be able to get along with people because if you just try to do everything yourself, then I feel like you're doing yourself a disservice, you know. Because, yeah, I, because again, you know, sometimes when you're an artist, it gets to a point where sometimes if you try to put yourself in everything, it becomes repetitious, you know. <laughs> 
Yeah, and plus you would, I won't, don't imagine that you want to do all of the jobs on your own. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's rough. Yeah, I, I work much the same way. I am more of a collaborative person. I and I I tend to give credit um, to people who deserve. Like if you know, I, I try not to take credit for other people's work. Uh, like I'll give credit. I'm like, yeah, I, I I didn't come up with that. This person was far more instrumental or whatever, and I just like put it together. And so I like, mean, I, I hear I hear Hollywood does that a lot though. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what I hear. <laughs> yeah, because they have a lot of it's it it's. You find it a lot of times with like people who are in, who are in leadership roles. Not not all the time because you know I'm not going to paint with that wide of a brush. But I, I feel like uh, it happens with executives too. Like they get to a point where it's you know you have to. There's this like um, myth that you have to be uh, very like a dictator in a leadership role or very a very a um, you know it's it's my way or or, or nothing uh, with that kind of stuff. So I feel like. Um, and, and I think that's kind of what happens with studio execs. It's like, I know, like, I know the best way to make money. And so you should do it this way. So I think that's, I think it happens like that. Well, you know, I think, but I think too, there are two types of filmmakers in my book. You know, there are the ones that do it for, you know, income. And then there are those that just do it for art. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, depending on. If you're doing it for income, a lot of times it's probably more Hollywood structure formula. You know, they have their kind of systematic system, which you can't knock them because that's the way they've been making money. That's the way they're going to continue doing. But on the independent side, you have a lot of more people that are not afraid to take risks because they have nothing to lose. You know? Yeah, that's true. Uh, Yeah. And a lot more of the indie filmmakers and um, some of the smaller studios or like the, the, branch offs like uh i know fox searchlight does a lot of uh riskier type you know smaller yeah. pictures uh but then they're still decently successful and yeah. uh, my the, my favorite movie which i was talking about earlier like suspiria the remake it was done by amazon films for like amazon prime nice. so actually it was you know it's one of those we're just going to take a chance and see what happens because it's you know they're just all about producing content and uh, based on some of the things I've seen on Amazon, they're not too picky. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, About, and, like, know, yeah. But, you know, I, I also think that that's a good thing because, like, you know, again, filmmaking is art. So you have to trust the person with the vision, you know, and everybody can bring something to the table just as long as it doesn't take away from the story. Yeah, and so... <clears throat> And so like, how do you, uh, um, I'm just being curious. How do you, how do you like get to the point where you feel like it takes away from the story? Uh, well, like, me uh, personally, it's okay. Let's say for instance, uh, and, I'm, I'm just using this for example. Let's say for instance, somebody writes Star yeah. Wars, right? We, we, me and you working on the Star Wars yeah. film. And then somebody say, okay. Okay. Um, we're going to, we're going to go out and, Put a scene where Yoda pulls out a Glock. You just see what I'm saying? Like <laughs> that doesn't fit into that doesn't fit right, into that. Right. <laughs> right. Yes, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, and then you got. I guess you kind of got to push back a little bit. One film yeah. I was. Uh, it just popped into my head actually. One film that I would suggest for you, and it's it's sort of a horror film, but not really. Um, and it's uh, very. It's gear. It's if you. 
enjoy and I, I've heard somebody say this if you enjoy uh, seeing how movies are made uh, you enjoy this movie it's called One Cut of the Dead and it's a Japanese zombie film but not really and you'll okay. see and I don't want to give too much away because it's it's the it's it's only a zombie movie for about a half an hour and then becomes something completely <laughs> different well and I, it's I great think, yeah I think that's pretty good what, what did you think about the movie Us I uh, I didn't like it as much as Get Out. Uh, Get Out, I really like Get Out. I love, I loved Get Out. And then I watched Us and I'm like, this is very artistic. And I like the cinematography and the concept is really cool. But um, it, I th- if you think about the, the logic of the film for any more than two seconds, it just falls apart. I got you. Yeah, it's like um, everybody's got a double. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> why? Like, oh, they're all in this underground thing. Why? It's like, oh, yeah, like you guys got married above and then the two of them got married below and then um, you had the exact same kids. So I'm like, that's not how genetics work. <laughs> and well, so, know- yeah, yeah, it was just, it, it just looked completely, it's funny, like you mentioned, um, you know things that take you out of the film and this is one yeah. of the ones where it's just it's just my <laughs> suspension of disbelief was just gone as soon as i logically like cons- i'm like wait what's going on and then it. and then you're just, and and the, they tell you what's going on i'm like that makes no sense yeah. like in any way and it was just now, yeah now for, now for me i i thought the movie was pretty unique i i, <laughs> I liked it um but again it's like um it's just like i just hope they don't take that movie and just remake it like in the next 10 years you know like i said wait 100 years from now i didn't do it you know <laughs> yeah exactly and uh, generally speaking my fem- my feeling about remakes is um do a remake on something that um maybe wasn't successful or not a lot of people saw or mm-hmm. you like the concept but the execution at like a good example is the thing um or like the fly or again like the um Suspiria remake, but the the original is held in actually, um, it's it's held held in high regard. But it's one of those things where I think that they did a better because if you if you watch the original and you're um like the the way the the plot hap- the movie is very there's like a big exposition dump in the middle. It like ends. It, it's it's the the ending is anticlimactic. Um, <laughs> they get to the end, it's like it just. So she kills the witch the thing sets the dance academy sets on fire fade the black it's like we're done <laughs> it's yeah. very like a very hard cut at the end and so like it's very jarring and there's like um a relationship subplot that goes nowhere and it's just it's like it's a weird movie and i appreciate it and like the camera again the cinematography if, like say what you want about argento he's like his camera angles are like really awesome he does this um camera angle where it's he's got like i don't know if he's on a ladder if he's like got it on a um if he's got it on like a camera stand or something where the angles like through a light bulb and then somebody turns on the light bulb and it's, but it's like a red light. And so it bathes the whole room in red. Yeah. It is like stuff like that. It's, it's really cool. But if you sit down and like watch the film itself, it doesn't like, I, I feel like the, the remake is they just do a way better, um, a, 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 like a way better job with the overall plot. So yeah, again, I, it's one of it's one of those things where if you want to re- remake a movie, just remake something where 
you can improve on it or put your own yeah. spin on it or something. And and yeah. again, like Spirit came out in seventy seven, so it's like it's not like it's a yeah, new like, thing. like like so I, I can agree with that. You know, that's that sounds more like it. Like I hope I really hope they don't remake Star Wars. Not until a hundred <laughs> years later. You know, yeah, exactly. Is, you know, it's, you know, Star Wars is is a bit different because of the franchise mode that they're in, right? Where they're doing, yeah. they'll just. But do I mean, I, I'm a, I'm afraid of Disney. You know, it's like they remake anything; they get their hands on. <laughs> well, I know, or just do a live action version of of uh, the the cartoons and take all the fun out of it. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's, it's like come on now. Yes, yeah, yeah. So it kind of gets to a point where, like, you know, just you know, save it for the next generation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, so most people don't like remakes, but uh, there are some that are pretty good. In fact, uh, it's one of my topics that I eventually want to get to. Not all of them yeah. are crappy. So, and, and like I said, it's not to me, it's not just about it just being like, you know, it's not for me a, a matter whether they're bad or good. It's just, come on, like, you just don't have to keep remaking everything. Like, there's enough stories in the world that you can do something different with, you know? <laughs> Yeah, or even if you take a concept and just uh, just throw a new spin on it, like there's been a hunt, there's been thousands of zombie films, and like do something interesting with one. Yeah, there's been a million science fiction films, but you could do one where you know how many films where it's like, oh, we're stranded on a space station, we can't get off. Yeah. There's you could like, still do a film yeah. that's that and do something like creative and interesting with it. Yeah, it like um, one one of my goals is to to. Uh, Actually, shoot a film similar to Night at a Museum <laughs> mm. at an actual museum. Just try something out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, people complain about like um, studios not like not doing anything different, but I mean, <clears throat> it's you can borrow from stuff and and make. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, it's it's work for them, but it's like you know, to me again, it's just. It gets to a point like, come on, you got you got imagination. It, there's enough imagination in the world to come up with something new, you know? I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. There are only so many stories you can tell, but you can, <laughs> you know, do something a little different. <laughs> yeah, it's it boils down, I think, to like the risk-averse nature of, of Hollywood these days. And and um, it's funny, I watched a, a – there was an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where we're talk, they're talking about um, – how uh the 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 quote-unquote gang the the main characters they were complaining about how nobody makes r-rated movies anymore because like the like the pc police basically like the politically correct people and everything and it's and and the film the person doing the the panel was like no we don't make r-rated movies anymore because people who go to like nobody goes to the theater to see them like we make money off pg-13 because we hit the widest audience possible and teenagers who have like a high uh, amount of disposable income. And so those are the movies that make money. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, because it's, that's what it's about for them. Right. Yeah. yeah, It's a business. So you you know, can't forget that. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm totally with you. Like some people do it for for art and some, and you can, you can almost always tell who does it for art and who does it to, to just make money. Yeah, because, like, I mean, for me, I have a very different style. You know, mine is probably a little more, like, um, I keep my films more centered around family and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I kind of enjoy those type of films. You know, I, I'll make a Hallmark movie. Look, I mean, <laughs> I like those right. cheesy movies. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, look, I it's it, – yeah, some of your um, – 
like I said, I, I, I watched a couple of them and, you know, I definitely got that feel from it for sure. Like just kind of these small, uh, focused stories on like a couple people or like where they're at in life and, you know, yeah. based around the family. That, yeah. Like that's, um, that's definitely like, again, it's, it's not, there's, there's been stories like that before, but you're putting your own creative spin on it. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, so. see, and see, again, me, I like movies that like um, that are about life, you know, about time. You know, like um, I love Back to the Future because it's, it's about time, time traveling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Well, uh, yeah, I think this this has been a great conversation. I don't really have I, I covered all the note the bullet points in my notes and more besides <laughs> that. So I I think I'm kind of out of stuff. But uh, is there anything else that you want to want to add before we wrap things up? Um, yeah, I would say that this this was fun, and um, I just wanted to see uh, what movies are you looking forward to this year coming out. Um, there's not too many coming out <laughs> still because of the pandemic. So. I'm not sure if there was anything that there's anything that's caught my eye. Um, I've had a few, I have a giant list of, of things I have to go back and, and uh, check out actually um, that people have suggested to me in like recently with, with uh, just doing podcasts, but also uh, my friends are constantly all the time. So it's like, if you've seen this super weird movie, I think you'll really like it. And then I'll go back and watch it. And it's like, yeah, or like uh, something like bone Tomahawk that I, that I missed the first time around. I really want to check out. So um, now, what do you what do you think about the child's play? <laughs> oh, like I I didn't bother with it because well, it's a silly concept, but like I uh, just I don't know. Like uh, they were only a f- they, I never took it too seriously, so it's like uh, it was just kind of a fun diversion for me. I might one of these days if I have spare time check it out, but it's yeah, not. Uh, like I said, just you know, I'm I'm all for seeing something different, something new. You know, I mean, we we know what we already seen. You know, let's. Let's see more people coming up with more unique ideas. You know? Yeah. How about yourself? Is there anything uh, uh, that excites you coming out soon? Uh, not right now, unless they make Toy Story 5. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, great. Uh, yeah. So um, so I'm just going to wrap – again, I'm just going to wrap things up here because I have – I'm, I'm just out of stuff. So right. um, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, it was great having you on. I really enjoyed it, and uh, hopefully, you can come back sometime. So, yeah, I uh, before before we completely wrap things up, uh, again, uh, maybe just plug your stuff again, and uh, where people can find you on social media or anything like that. If if you're open to that, I don't know. So again, I'm Wade. You can find me on Vimeo, Wade Filmmaker seven seven seven. That's three sevens on Vimeo, and then my Instagram is Wade Jedi ninety nine. Huge Star Wars fan. Nice, fantastic, love it. Okay, so with all that said, thanks for joining us this week. Please like, comment, subscribe if you're able. Rate the podcast wherever you listen. Or if there's something you really want to talk about, email me at conferculture at gmail.com. That's C-O-N-F-E-R-C-U-L-T-U-R-E at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Chris. Wait, see you. And this has been Confer Culture. Confer Culture.